This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. The impeachment inquiry into President Trump is sucking all of the air out of the nation's capital. Members of Congress are trying to depose White House officials, some of whom appear really defiant and unwilling to cooperate. Over in the Senate, legislation has been mostly at a standstill all year. But there are some bills that are starting to move. Here to talk about what's happening in Washington is Senator Gary Peters, a Democrat from right here in Michigan. Gary, welcome to Detroit Today. Stephen, always a pleasure to be with you. Yes. Uh, I want to start with the news. Yesterday, uh, in the impeachment inquiry, something of a bombshell, I think, uh, the former ambassador to Ukraine is going back and revising his testimony, now saying that there was a quid pro quo at play when the, Donald Trump, the president, was on the phone with the president of Ukraine and that uh, he was wrong in the way that he characterized that before. It, it does seem each day as though we learn a little more about what happened during this phone call and what was going on. And none of it seems to get better for the president. I wonder, as someone sitting in the Senate, which would have to conduct a trial uh, for the president if the House impeaches him, how are you watching this? And what are you looking for in these little droplets of news, I guess, that we get out of this story every day? Yeah, and I certainly don't want to make a uh, any kind of decision based on just looking at the, the news stories and, and uh, take this very seriously. This is a constitutional responsibility that we have in the U.S. Senate to to take up articles of impeachment, as you mentioned, uh, have a trial. Uh, it'll be presided by the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Uh, we will hear the cases laid out by the House and then the, uh, the defense uh, by the White House and then make a decision uh, based on, on the facts as presented. And, you know, I think uh, that that's has to be the focus. There has to be credibility in this process. This is this should try to move away as much as possible from a political process and understand that this has to be fact-driven, and the Constitution demands that. And our, the framers of the Constitution uh, put this process uh, in place uh, to, to uh, handle what could be potential abuses of power and and that's a very, very serious thing. Hmm. Uh, I, I want to talk now about uh, some things that are going on in your own race, which you, which is just getting underway. You'll stand for re-election next year. Uh, there are some ads that I've seen attacking you over the issue of the Green New Deal. I saw one on television, and I saw one on the Internet this, this week. Um, uh, what are your thoughts about the Green New Deal, and is is this a is this a fair criticism, I guess, of you that that we're seeing launched by the opposition? Well, it's uh, it is it is something to have such a uh, a large uh, advertising expense so far out. I mean, yeah. my focus right now is is working on the job for for Michigan, and you know, I'm sort of pleased that we were able to pass additional appropriations for Great Lakes restoration and border security. But now we have a, a out-of-state billionaire who, who's got a reputation of uh, wanting to buy Senate seats. He's a very far right-wing Republican. Uh, he is very closely tied, tied to Donald Trump. Uh, and I, my understanding is that the, the buy is close to a million dollars, and we're 52 weeks away from an election. So yes. that uh, it may be an indication of what we're likely to see. Yeah. So, so talk about the Green New Deal, though. Is what what is your position uh, on on that idea? I know it's not quite uh, ripe for for uh, you know uh, consideration in in Congress in in full. But uh, talk about how you how you see that. 
Well, as you know, the uh, Green New Deal is a resolution. It's not uh, right. a piece of legislation that has any kind of uh, action to it. Uh, I think uh, if you looked at the article that they referenced, it also shows that I did not vote uh, uh, for the uh, for the uh, Green New Deal when the resolution was put before the Senate, which was basically a political stunt by uh, Mitch McConnell. And certainly, uh, you know, I certainly agree that climate change is something that we have to deal with. Uh, it is uh, it is a major issue that, uh, and we have to address it uh, sooner rather than later. That's why I've been supporting a variety of substantive pieces of legislation that deal directly with climate change. One that I've authored and we've been able to pass in the past and hopefully we'll get it again is a Vehicle Innovation Act, which helps us innovate uh, uh, new power sources as well as more fuel efficiency in our automobiles, uh, which means that we put uh, less carbon into the atmosphere. And that's a substantive bill. And in my mind, we need to we, we need to focus. Well, we're past the time for talk. We need to focus on specific pieces of legislation that actually uh, do something when you pass them, things like the Vehicle Innovation Act, which are which are important. So that's where my focus is. And you know, I've certainly talked about uh, uh, climate change and actually held a hearing on climate change in my capacity as the ranking member of Homeland Security and Government Affairs. We had a detailed hearing as to what's the cost to the taxpayers. And there's a significant cost to the taxpayers when it comes to climate change, and we need to be prepared to, to deal with that and also look at how that we can mitigate some of those costs uh, going forward. But those are the kind of concrete actions uh, that we need to take. Yeah. My guest is Gary Peters, U.S. Senator from here in Michigan. We're talking about what's going on in Washington right now. Uh, Gary, you've got a bill to protect firefighters from PFAS chemical exposure. Uh, tell us about that legislation. Well, PFAS, of course, is a major contaminant that we're finding all across uh, Michigan that's used uh, in everyday products from uh, water resistance uh, to stain resistance to firefighting foams because it effectively can put out uh, and suffocate uh, a fire. Uh, But these contaminated sites uh, in Michigan are extensive. Uh, In fact, of the 700 sites that we know across the country, 200 of them are here in our state. Uh, we think that one reason why so many more in our state may be just because we're looking for it more than other states, but this is a, a major issue. And the, the, the impact to human health is significant, and the cost of cleanup uh, is significant. So it makes sense to me that if we are putting PFAS into the environment, we need to stop doing that. And one way to stop doing that is to move the Department of Defense away from using uh, uh, firefighting foams uh, containing uh, PFAS, we know there are good alternatives to it. Other countries are using those alternatives. London's Heathrow Airport, for example, uses a non-PFAS firefighting foam, and that's a major airport, and safety is always top of their list like every other airport uh, operator. So my legislation will phase it out quickly uh, with the Department of Defense and bring in the alternatives. The Trump administration has been pushing back uh, on that and do not want to phase out these PFAS, but I'm Very pleased to say uh, that I was able to get an amendment uh, to instruct our conferees, uh, and it was unanimous, passed unanimously. I got broad bipartisan support Mm. to instruct our conferees to keep that provision uh, in the National Defense Authorization. We need to phase out these PFAS. I mean, it's ridiculous that we continue to put it into the environment when we know the impact to human health and the cost of the taxpayers. So that has to stop. Right. And it has particular implications here in the Great Lakes region. Uh, And speaking of Great Lakes, the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative, which is something that the Trump administration has tried several times to defund, is going to get $9 million in additional 
funding, which will represent record funding for the program. It seems like we're on a little bit of a seesaw with this uh, right now. Like uh, the president says, I don't want to fund this at all. And then Congress pushes back. Uh, in the end, though, uh, what's your what's your outlook for the preservation of this program? And will you be able to keep the, the funding in place that would uh, that would move it forward? Well, I, th- I think it's very encouraging. Yeah, obviously, you're right. It's been a seesaw. The, the Trump administration and the president has said, let's just zero this out or cut it by 90%. And I think it's important for your listeners to know this Great Lakes Restoration Funding has been incredibly successful in making sure the Great Lakes continue to to uh, stay vibrant and get cleaner over time, where we can clean up old toxic sites and, and make sure watersheds are working the way they should to clean water coming into the lakes, deal with invasive species. It's important funding for the Great Lakes. And uh, I was able to secure an additional $9 million, which is on top of the actually the authorization. Right now, it's authorized to spend $301 million is the authorization. We actually went above, for the first time ever, above the authorized amount to 310 So it's uh, significant for two reasons. One, additional money, of course, will be important for folks uh, for our cleanup in, in Michigan. But it also shows the sense of Congress that uh, this is an important investment. They're willing to go above the authorized amount to make that investment. And that bodes well for future legislation, which I have been sponsoring, to increase the authorized amount even more in the years ahead. And the fact that I was able to bring a a Republican co-sponsor with me and get broad bipartisan support uh, and make it uh, unanimous shows that uh, the United States Senate uh, and Congress uh, realize that this is important and that the Great Lakes are an incredible resource, not just for the Great Lakes state. They, they are an incredible resource that we must protect for the entire country, uh, and, uh, and we're seeing that in the votes. Hmm. Okay. U.S. Senator Gary Peters, a Democrat from here in Michigan, always great to catch up with you here on Detroit Today. Great to be with you, Stephen. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be back with more Detroit Today after a short break. Thank you.